0: hey horror huns are you guys excited for this episode today because i know that i am i'm very excited to talk to my co-host today um but before we get into that hello my name's meg and i'm V. am v, I'm so excited to talk to you about stranger things season four volume two look on your face though
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i think i'm still traumatized i'm not gonna lie (laughs) yeah
0: yeah so this is um we're recording directly after watching this it's july 2nd um and me and v raced to watch um the second volume that they put out yesterday and i think that we're still like processing what just happened but we're going to talk it out with each other.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm definitely still processing on what the fuck just happened because I, I have mixed feelings.
0: <laughs> Same. No, I do, too. Um, and before we start this conversation, I just want to say for whoever's listening out there, because this is going to come out the week after um, Stranger Things has dropped, warning, major... Spoilers ahead. We are not holding back um, in today's episode. So if you have not watched season four, volume two, I would probably suggest holding off on listening to this episode until you're able to watch both episode eight and nine.
1: Yes, definitely also a PSA if you're the kind of person that live tweets when something gets released the day of you're an absolute dickhead and you're Mm -hmm. just spoiling shit for people that can't watch it within the the day it's released some of us are fortunate to be able to watch it the day of but some people can't so um maybe try and be more considerate in future especially officials twitters of the companies and shows that release it because you're just ruining shit for people and it's not good.
0: i had a friend for volume one and two like they said that they had moments ruined because of official Netflix and official Stranger Things account. Like, I get that you're trying to hype everybody up. I don't know if they get more money by the amount of streams that they get for the first weekend, but, like, there's literally no reason for you to do that unless you're just trying to get your count up because you're forcing everybody to go rush to watch it so that the online people don't ruin it for them, and it's kind of shitty and like if you're just a pedestrian like no influence whatsoever and you're just posting spoilers like i don't know i find that so shitty and it takes me back to like the mcu universe like i know that they had like a two week no spoiler like if you spoil it you're a dickhead and like even the cast tweeted about it so
1: i don't know stranger things fandom needs to do better a hundred percent because sometimes it has the opposite effect on people if they see a spoiler online that's it they will just not watch it because what's the point it's been spoiled for them like there's no need for it you could at least wait a day or two like even that is you know pushing it but the day of is so shitty like so so shitty do better like, yeah honestly, do better,
0: yes, that's why I went I don't have it like I don't have it on my phone or anything, but for the most part, I felt like the stranger things reddit like it was no spoilers like you can't post spoilers in your headlines and they'll like you know um kind of mask what the photo is, so like I fuck with reddit for that reason, yeah, thankfully,
1: I didn't have anything spoiled for me I didn't a lot of people that I follow were just like don't like why are people posting spoilers, please don't post spoilers like and then people that I follow who have watched it haven't post spoilers either, so I've been very fortunate with that, but I know a lot of people haven't, so it's just you know be mindful, you know,
0: yeah, I didn't have anything spoiled for me. I just basically got on Twitter, and like the first thing that I saw was oh my god Stranger Things volume 2 and then like they proceeded to say something about it and I just like nope I closed the app I was like I can't I can't do this because I didn't get to watch it until like Friday night yeah I'm yeah. glad nothing was spoiled for me
1: yeah me too but unfortunately there are people out there that did have it spoiled and you know we just wanted to do that PSA I tweeted a PSA out yesterday well when we we're recording it it was um July 1st Um, i tweeted out saying you know don't uh (laughs) if you spoil it you're an asshat and i hope they reboot your favorite movie and it's shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah no um so you cannot say that the horror
0: huns um spoiled anything because we're warning you now um i
1: think warning (laughs) we yeah we post psa's not to do it like we're very anti-spoiler and i think in the first episode that we released for horror huns that we said. We're not going to give spoilers for everything. Like, we're not going to give you a spoiler warning for everything. But when it comes to these sorts of things, when we're talking literally the day after and it's going to post, like, the week after uh, we're recording it, it, it it's just courtesy, especially when it's, like, a big, big release, like, Stranger Things.
0: I know. So it's been, what, like, a month since Volume 1 was released? And I will just say, I don't know if I liked it how they released it did you like the waiting period in between the volumes
1: i mean it definitely built up anticipation but if you're going to do that then release it weekly yeah exactly if you want to build up anticipation release it weekly because that's the only way to really do it um and then it saves you know you releasing most of it a month before and then release the final two episodes like you're we're expecting something really big and really you know drastic to happen and you know some things did but it wasn't as drastic as they made it out to be
0: I will say before we get into both episodes this was low key underwhelming for me. I absolutely adored the first volume of this. I thought that it was really good writing. I love the Dear Billy episode and I felt like it was leading to like this grand ending and it ju- I just kind of felt underwhelmed by it all especially for the amount of television that we just watched it just felt a little bit less than
1: what i was hoping for yeah i completely agree with you on that
0: i think that i honestly may have liked the episode 8 papa a little bit better than the finale if we're being a thousand percent honest with you see
1: i i didn't i didn't like episode a i thought there wasn't really anything that happened. It all happened in episode nine. Like, yeah, in episode eight, we got one death of a character. We've all been waiting to die, which is Papa himself. Yes. But I I literally don't remember really anything else of it. My, all my memory is on episode nine because that was almost three hours long. And yeah. that's all my brain is consumed by at the moment. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I will just preface the rest of our Papa conversation um, by saying he's a real dick. Like, in this episode, you see, like, truly how wicked he is as a character and how he is the bad scientist, if you will. Like, he is what's wrong with certain people in the scientific community by just wanting more and more and more like what 11 said in her speech to him is so true like he really was the monster of all of it like none of this really i don't think would have happened if papa wasn't doing his sick little experiments on 11 and her siblings oh a hundred percent
1: yeah i i know in um episode nine when um Elle is having a conversation with Henry slash <laughs> Vecna slash <laughs> one and saying, you know, he, Papa's the real monster. Papa made you this. And, Hem- and Vecna was like, no, you made me this way. And I'm like, eh. she didn't though, did she? Like, one, she was protecting herself. Two, Papa's the one that experimented on Henry, pushed him to his limit, and kept him in the facility to be around the other kids and you know wasn't even allowed to talk about you know him being one
0: i don't understand how papa continued to let henry be around the other siblings because like you know that he has this deep-seated hate in him why would you even allow him to like try and infiltrate their minds like he tried to do with 11 like i'm sorry papa but you're you think that you're so high and mighty and smart but like that was really stupid of him.
1: <laughs> Honestly, you can be book smart but have no fucking common sense at all. I've met so many people that are so intelligent, but they've got zero fucking common sense to them. <laughs> zero. They're like they're smart, but they're dumb at the same time. And I would rather be common sense smart than book smart. Oh,
0: absolutely. I'm a hundred percent with you. Um, But I think that didn't this start, didn't that episode start immediately with um, Henry continuing to show
1: Nancy the future? Yeah, yeah. Well, he continued to show the past and then he was like, no, I'm gonna show you the future and you tell Eleven, this bitch gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> Again
0: with Nancy and she had mentioned something that she saw her mom and sister and like, she didn't explicitly say that they were dead but like you kind of assume that they were dead especially with everything that he was like flashing and showing her so I thought it was kind mm-hmm. of cool that they gave the foreshadowing of what was going to actually come
1: oh yeah and one of the really <laughs> favourite moments from episode A is when they're in Eddie's room trying to look for music and Robin's like this isn't music and Eddie just screams this is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i
0: love that no i think this was the episode though that they like devise their plan right
1: yes oh the the comment of like when they're talking about um the store the um war shop and oh my god it's like how it how is this legal <laughs> and eddie's just like lucky for us it is and that two two bits of sentences in a conversation just sums up america <laughs>
0: Um, a thousand percent I have seen stores like that. So that was accurate.
1: Madness to me. Absolute madness to me.
0: Yeah. Mind blown. That um Nancy just walked in
1: and bought a shotgun. Yeah. Like there was there was no idea going on. It was just like, yeah, it's like a hundred and twelve dollars and I'll throw you this ammunition in for free. And it's just like, what? yeah well <laughs> welcome to it V um and there was kids there was an 11 year old shopping for shit. As I was well. about
0: to say like legit Erica was just walking around there like <laughs> yep I'll take this and I'll take that
1: madness so maddening to me that that actually probably happens
0: what was maddening to me was that they saw Jason there like that is one of the plots in this season that is just god like did we need to include that but i will say the interaction between him and nancy at that counter was really good
1: yes but also where was the shop employee yeah where? But, like <laughs> sorry he's literally threatening her <laughs> he's holding a gun that she is hold hold of and you can see it's an intimidating situation where is the shop assistant to step in and go? Is everything all right here?
0: Nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Now I did not co-sign on this little um plan that they devised this season because they are using my girl Max's bait. So rude. Well, Max Max did offer herself as bait. I know, but how did they all, how are they all like, yeah, that seems solid? I think Robin was really like the only one that was like this is not going to be
1: what we think it is. Yeah, like Robin just has this gut feeling about everything. That is correct. Lucas was, you know, trying to think of other options like, why do we get the file, see who else is having all these symptoms? And Max was just like, no. Like, why put someone else through this who we don't know, who we have to explain everything to? when I'm right here already infected already understand everything that's going on
0: like I know but it just made me sad we'll I save it
1: for the next episode
0: but yeah that it just seemed very um from the jump like it was not gonna go according to plan but I did love that we got to see Steve really play into that dad role in this episode and I 100% thought that it was a death Flag when he was telling Nancy that he, you know, wanted to have, you know, an RV six with these kids. six children. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, Steve's going to die. He
1: should not be saying all this right now. <laughs> because that's not only the sign of like when characters talk about their hopes and dreams, make plans and stuff, they end up, you know, dying. Yeah. Which when we get to episode nine, oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy um, i think i may boy. cry <laughs> yeah
0: i i did like the the role that steve was playing but so i have a question for you v are you team jonathan or team steve cuz he was like unpacking all that on nancy um to be honest
1: i don't know because we didn't really get to see much of Jonathan or character growth from Jonathan. It was everyone else. and Jonathan kind of felt like a you know side character with Argyle, just the two stone bros, you know. <laughs> they didn't they didn't have anything. whereas Steve, we we've constantly been seeing so much growth from him and so much development. in that logical sense, it makes sense to these teams, Steve, but because we haven't had that much development with Jonathan. It's difficult to say. See,
0: I I would love to see Steve be happy, but also, like, Nancy, I feel like, has really big aspirations and, like, dreams and goals in life, and I could not see her mothering six children and taking them, like, on family vacations with Steve. So, like, I like that with Jonathan, she gets to be, like, her independent um, journalist self, but, like, she's so cute and quaint with Steve, but part of me just feels like, Honestly, neither one of them.
1: Yeah, I think Nancy needs to be by herself because when we... um, Going back to season one, when they break up, she has commitment issues. Let's face Mm -hmm. it, she has commitment issues, that girl. And maybe that's because she's seen the relationship with her parents and it not being the best, therefore she doesn't want to end up like that. So I think Nancy needs to be by herself. Steve needs to find himself um, a woman. And Jonathan... I think also needs to be by himself and figure out what he wants to do in life.
0: I just had to ask you that question because I w- I wanted to hear what you what you thought. Um, but I do have another question for you, and this is back to the L California Desert storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know the stake that Papa or Doc Brenner, um, has with L, but like, what does? dr owens have to do with l like has that ever been explored where did he come into play with all of this because he continues to defy papa's orders especially in this episode and he's helped her before like i think he's the one that got jim her um adoption records and all that like is his character ever really formally introduced or given a storyline
1: I honestly cannot remember for the life of me whether or not he has. Like that's how significant he is to me. Is that I can't remember <laughs> anything from his storylines?
0: Because it almost seems like we have Papa, but it's like Dr. Owens's Mama. <laughs> like he essentially, yeah. I just, I just think that that whole storyline is kind of weird and off like especially when they were down there in that bunker one thing that i just do not like i'm so tired of the dr owens versus the u.s military storyline that just was so weird it's weird and it went nowhere absolutely like was the only point of it that we got to see Eleven explode a helicopter like is that the only reason because you th- I would think that they saw the surfer boy pizza van like that's a very recognizable and distinct van like if they
1: truly wanted to capture her would they not have followed them exactly like like this. there was so much military presence in episode 8 that when it got to episode nine, it just, it just went. It was gone. There was none of that continuing of that storyline in there.
0: Yeah, like, I don't want to fast forward. But since we're talking about it, when they were building the sensory deprivation tank, I just imagined the US military just busting in and like, killing one of them. Because how are you going to have such a vital part of episode eight just
1: go absolutely nowhere There was so there's this i think i just said this to you in our recap episode um there's just too many storylines going on at the moment in that in season four there was too many storylines and it was so hard to you know keep up and then when one storyline just ends without any you know explanation or conclusion to it it was just like what the fuck I'm glad that you didn't fuck with that storyline either,
0: because it just, it was a dead end to me. Mm Mm-hmm. 100% it was a dead end. Since I touched on this before, this in the van, when they were traveling, once they, before they got L, the painting scene, V.
1: I have mixed feelings about this scene. Okay, do tell. So, they hyped up this painting. They hyped it up. And it was kind of a nothing. And a-, a nothing painting essentially
0: i said it last episode i feel like that painting is going to be some sort of key to
1: vecna this is the thing so um people who play a dnd and watch stranger things have already de- um deciphered that there is a um monster in the D handbook that matches the monster paint the painting that will did so that could be foreshadowing for um the final season because we spoiler we know that beckner's not dead we didn't see his body at the end to confirm the death he's just crawled away he and will obviously confirms it as well in season um in episode nine right at the end he is like now that I'm back in Hawkins, I can feel him. He's hurt. He's injured. So, you know, ending this season, we know that Beckler is still about. And there's going to be a time jump for season five. So I
0: have a theory that relates back to that monster um, that I want to get into at the end of this. But I feel like it's definitely more of a plot point than just mike being the heart of their campaign and um yeah. it just made me like so sad the scene of him crying after he gave it to mike like he said that l commissioned him but like l hadn't even seen it so he really painted that for
1: mike and like that broke my heart but this is a thing so i'm scrolling through my TikToks, um <laughs> when uh they someone made a edit of um Will doing the painting and Will giving the painting to Mike. And in the first episode of season four, Elle writes Mike a letter saying that Will's painting again, he's working on this painting, it could be for a girl, or it could be for someone that he likes. And then Will gives the painting to Mike. So maybe, you know, Mike subconsciously knows, like, oh, maybe this was the painting that l slash Jane slash 11 was um talking about in her letter
0: yeah it it made me sad but I do like that it gave us the moment between Jonathan and Will because Jonathan definitely recognized what was going on because he didn't let anyone see the painting that he was working on and so I think when he gave him this big long speech like Jonathan was right there obviously he could overhear and I think that that scene just goes to show you that Will is 100% down for his friends and he would never want to do anything to jeopardize Mike and Eleven's relationship and he knows that yeah he might be hurting but this will make his friends happy and it, I just want him to have a happy storyline
1: so badly <laughs> that scene hurt me um, hopefully <sighs> Will get the happiness he deserves in season five. Obviously, Please. we don't know what's gonna happen. He could end up being dead. Stop! You can't say this to me. Uh, but this is the thing. This uh, we'll get into it. Why I have a big issue with this season. It was a such a lovely moment, but we'll also the moment of our girl just going out <laughs> <laughs> into the desert and then actually finding tire tracks. I know. Like, he's
0: smarter than he appears.
1: He's like, Dad, Dad, you need to come see this. And they're like, oh my god, what now? And he's like, no, you need to see to believe it, man. Don't underestimate Argyle. Oh no, it, like don't underestimate stoners in general. Absolutely. Like, they're smart. But they've got something up there. They've got something up there. They do.
0: <laughs> now, another storyline that I wasn't too keen on this season, um, the russian crew. They escaped from jail and they headed straight to the place that Hopper was discovered before. Like I I mean I guess the guards did have bigger fish to fry with the multiple demo dogs. But like that felt so small to me and insignificant that they found all these demogorgons and the particles just for the particles to be unleashed put into the demogorgons for them to be like oh it's a hive mind we need to kill them all wouldn't you think that you would need to kill them all regardless
1: yeah and it's also the fact like how did they know their kids were you know doing Sankin hawkins yeah how would they know that they're in fucking russia <laughs> They've had no communication back home. Joyce's house phone is fucked. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I
0: feel like this whole Russian thing is long and drawn out. And if they don't explain in the beginning of season five how Russia ties into all this, I'm like give me something this has gone on for like two seasons too long for you to give us a kind of slowly paced escape because it just felt like it was too much going
1: on yeah yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah. i i think i said this you in the recap i have feelings about this storyline like it just it did nothing for me apart from the hopper joyce moment like, we've all been waiting for it. It was nice to have. Yes. But this whole fucking storyline just... I don't know what it is about it. I just hate it. I yeah. hate it with a passion. It's Also, jumping ahead because I need to say this now. No one in the Russia gang dies.
0: Yeah, I... That still blows my I... fucking mind. Not to be. Someone in that gang should have no... died. Like, literally... I what i thought was going to happen was you know how um episode nine how david harbour is um hopper's like wielding that sword i thought something was going to jump out and like attack murray
1: something yeah. like it just also why does murray get to live okay when don't new come characters him. Get into- <laughs> no i'm not i love murray but he was a new character introduced this is the thing I have a sour taste in my mouth with Stranger Things. They introduce a lovable new character and they kill it off. Why is Murray the exception?
0: They have given us that formula. And this is something that I want to talk about. People are very upset with the death count in this episode that we'll get to in the next one. But Stranger mm-hmm. Things has given us a formula of introducing a likable character. We mm-hmm. have Bob. We have... Alexi and yeah. we have he who shall not be named quite yet. And Barb in season one, they give you these likable characters and then just annihilate your hopes and dreams of them making it yeah. to the next season. But I feel like it's because Murray is gives you so much information that these two would not have otherwise. Like there's no way I, I, don't, I don't give
1: feel- two <laughs> shit. You're like they he deserves to killed die. Murray. Um, yeah. No, kill Murray and make the stakes higher because they can't speak Russian. They don't know what to do. Murray is smart. So kill him off and make the struggle hard. It made it too easy for the Russian gang. Truly. But also I feel
0: like he could have just not been there and it would have been fine.
1: Yeah, because they also had the prison guard, which I can't remember his name. Dimitri.
0: Which, yeah. How did him and Yuri live? I Look, I have so many questions <laughs> in regards to that but i do <laughs> want to say everybody is thirsting over david harbour this season and as a david harbour was, stan we were
1: first in over him season one i was
0: about to say i miss the dad bod he's just not doing it for me this season but you want to know who All it is? right winona be looking
1: good Oh, mm -hmm. mm-hmm. thing. I really thought Joyce... I really thought they were going to kill Joyce off so Ronona can go off and do shit.
0: They said no. No, ma'am. You're staying with us. God.
1: Not that I want Joyce to die because I love Joyce. Oh, yeah. But could you imagine if they killed Joyce and Hopper returns home and now he has to look after the buyers and Elle by himself? Oh, my God.
0: Well, since we're talking about all the deaths do you want to go ahead and get on
1: i suppose so in this yeah, first, first episode you get only,
0: one death yeah you only get the death of papa so time for episode number nine the piggyback dun, dun, dun. i yes, said it yes. before max luring vecna was bad news bears from the jump like robin knew and I was like, no, mm-hmm. the entire time. But Max is such, like, a headstrong and stubborn character. I knew that they weren't going to be able to stop her. Lucas knew that they weren't going to be able to stop her. But, like, her taunting Vecna, like, it it just made things so much worse.
1: <laughs> I felt like it pissed him off. Yeah, but also, I want to make a side note of um, when the gang steal the RV and um, Eddie says to you know, ginger snaps. Um, (laughs) He's like, do you have a ski mask or anything? And then we get this lovely moment where Eddie is wearing the Michael Myers mask that she wore in the episode that she was basically first introduced us to, or introduced the gang to, where she's dressed up as a little Michael Myers. And that moment for me was just pure joy.
0: Well, honestly. I said last episode that that was one of my favourite scenes of Stranger Things. Um, mm-hmm. And when they did it, I was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> yes, it. was I when he pops it. his
1: head round the corner, and it just looks like the hair on the mask is just... And then when he jumps in the RV and he takes it off and he's like, my God, that's suffocating. Yes, it was like-
0: and the fact that she used that Michael Myers moment um, as one of her happy thoughts, I cry every time.
1: Oh, my heart, for little Maxine is just. Oh my God,
0: I know, oh, but <laughs> I know the the scene though with Lucas when Vecna is Lucas. That was giving me hella deadite vibes. I said it last, Mm. but like it just gave me such evil dead vibes and that made me like fangirl a little bit.
1: Yeah, that scene honestly was, honestly, this whole season, Sadie Sink has acted her ass off this season.
0: I was talking to Belle about this this morning. I'm like, she eats up every single role. Every, mm-hmm. in every scene that she was in oh my
1: god she literally put everything into it and i think if she hadn't been acting as well i don't think it would have had the impact it had when we got to you know the vector moments
0: i even think
1: um caleb uh, who plays
0: Lucas yes. both of them I thought this season were just so incredible I would say Minnie Bobby Brown as well but she's always great. and Gaten all like mm-hmm. those four specifically I feel like especially in this episode are so incredibly good and if they do not win freaking Emmys I'll be mm-hmm.
1: upset yeah I mean we would say Noah and Finn because we didn't We don't really get much of them. I can't say that acting this season was the best they've ever done because we don't really see much of them. Whereas the other kids, we see so much more of and we really get to see the growth of their acting happen. Obviously, we know Finn can act because he's gone off and done other things. Whereas the other kids, we really haven't seen that much of in other TV shows, movies. Finn, we have, so we know he can act. Yeah, we know he can because we don't really see much of Finn or Noah. We can't. It's just that's why we're not including them before people come for us. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, I know that because I told you I was scouring the Internet this morning. Um, I looked at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit. People did not like the concept of L piggybacking. Which I thought was cool because since we have a cast that is so large and so spread out and there's no way that they're going to be able to reach the other side of America Mm -hmm. that quickly, it was smart, a good way. And it ties back to what they learned um, in the very first season of the sensory deprivation tank. And that's, you know, what she's doing in Nina um, with... Papa, like, it tied everything together to show Elle, like, she has control over all of this without even actually being there. She is so powerful because of her mind. But this is the thing, if they didn't do it, people
1: would have gone, well... They would have complained either way. They would have complaining that she used it and then they would have complained if she didn't use it. Because they're like, Well, she can piggyback. Why isn't she doing the piggyback? You know? Like it's just they can't win either way. I enjoy the concept of the piggy bank because it really shows the depth of power that l has. Yeah, it really does. And it also helps us, you know, see what L can do from far away without even physically being there.
0: Yeah, it showed that she is so much stronger than anyone believed she was, especially coming back from what she just had to go through. She didn't have her powers and she, you know, just went through cardiac arrest and escaped the U.S. military and is, like, thrown back into this world so suddenly and she she can reach Max from so far away.
1: The whole pizzeria scene was really nice moments for each character and our girl making everyone a pizza to eat and the the pineapple on pizza debate um which i've told you why i don't like it because i don't like pineapples therefore it's a no from me but you you know if i did i've tried pineapples why would i try it on a pizza okay well when you come and visit we're changing that you can't chase my change t- change my taste buds it it's a does. texture thing no
0: it it it's different it's different on pizza anyway i will I, try I will try a bit okay? I will defend pineapple on pizza to the end of my days, okay
1: this is why you're Argo <laughs> <laughs> i will I will accept that title thank you
0: um
1: <laughs> he but, is one of my favorite
0: characters this season like yeah i and. Back to what we were talking about before i'm surprised that they let him live um this season yeah, when i said because earlier, because the comic relief
1: dies most of the time
0: like i could see if he got in the van and like went to pick something up or did something and the military like blew him away like i could i could see that but again we get a dead end with that storyline so anyway i'm moving on duffer brothers if you're listening to this please explain um, but yeah, you got really, really good scenes in the pizzeria and a lot a big complaint online was that the surfer boy California pizza gang had little to no impact this season. And I thought the scenes with Argyle feeding them and with Eleven and Mike, they kinda had like a little date there. And then Jonathan and Will together, I thought that they were all really, really good. Seen so i'm kind of shocked that people didn't
1: like that whole storyline then again i'm not surprised by anything because they you know they hype up a lot of things and you know they've been hyping up you know um the surfer boy pizza whatever it's called they have merchandise for it and stuff like that and i think people you know probably thought they they have expectations for certain things, which is a mistake you have when, you know, you go into these things. This mm-hmm. is why I don't have expectations for anything mm-hmm. anymore, because one, why would you get your hopes out for it to, you know, dissipate? Um, And two, just because something's getting hyped up by, you know, the studio, the... Um, streaming service doesn't mean it's gonna be as big as you think it's gonna be.
0: Yeah, the sensory deprivation tank that they were able to build her in that pizzeria sufficed. It got her to the snowball
1: where she was able to save Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, the moment between her and Max, where Max is like, "Are you are you real?" Yeah. Like, and she's like, "I piggybacked from a pizzeria freezer," and she's like.
0: Um, huh? L <laughs> <Elle laughs> always shows up just in the nick of time, and I thought that it was so cool that you got to see um Vecna up in the air like that. You saw that Eleven was still able to control him, and mm-hmm. um you got to see Vecna's little belly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, Elle's little hi. It was just, <laughs> it, just it, 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 it was just a when she said it was too cute, but at the same time. It kind of had menacingness behind it. She was just like, hi.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, I thought that Max was a goner if Elle wasn't there. So I'm glad that she showed up when she did. What?
1: I mean, okay, now that we're talking about it, I mean, technically Max is a goner.
0: I have, um, I have a theory about that. But yes, she is a goner. Um, that attic scene wrecked me okay
1: i was i was already crying because you know eddie's died and eddie i have a love for eddie because you know they gave him a whole backstory like he hasn't you know been able to graduate um high school and that it was going to be his year and stuff like that and the whole i don't run away from things like i run away from things and then the moment that he doesn't, he sacrifices himself when eh, I don't really think he needed to. Um, But then when we got to, and then when we got to Max's, you know, you know, in her, Max's mind, but also going back to the attic with Max and Lucas, I just started bawling more. Like, <laughs> I was already crying, but I started bawling more over the the Max... Death scene.
0: I could smell from a mile away that Eddie was gonna die because, like I said, Stranger Things has a formula to their Mm -hmm. lovable characters. Me too, but I was hoping that they wouldn't. I know, (laughs) but when he said Dustin Henderson, like, never change, in that moment, I was like, he's gonna die. But The reason I feel like he did what he did was because he does have such a bond with Dustin and technically what he has in his trailer is a gate. So had he gone up with Dustin, couldn't they have just followed them to the real world? So by him doing that and cutting the cord and moving the thing and having them all follow him out, he was actually saving Dustin. And ultimately people are saying, oh, he did it for a town that didn't even... Didn't even like him. I feel like he more did it for Dustin than anybody else. And that's what sucked so much watching Dustin have to watch Eddie die. Was knowing that I feel like he did it. And like Eddie said it in his dying breath. Like I love you man. So I feel like he did it it to protect him. It was going to be
1: his year. I know. It was going to be his year. He was going to graduate. And he was going to do amazing things. Maybe go to jail because people thought that he killed people, but still, he yeah. was going to graduate high school. And he. But then, Max.
0: <laughs> but he did give us, like, the most epic scene him rocking out on top of the trailer playing Metallica. Oh, it was when the bats
1: started flying that I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking rad. It was epic. Like, give it up to the Duffer brothers. Like, they know how to make some epic scenes and that was definitely one of them like (sighs) but also i just i just want to have a word about just a word with them why why you why you got to make me like characters so much that you introduce in one season and then just kill them off you know yes it's not fair it's not fair
0: v please don't come through this um screen right now but i'm just happy it wasn't steve
1: a lot of people have said that but uh, i am but i'm not like we only really got one main character die yeah i wanted a few more to die i'm not going to lie like yes i would have been heartbroken and yes i probably would have complained about it but a few more char- a few more main characters should have kicked the bucket
0: yeah that was what i wanted to touch on is um reddit does not like these two episodes because of that. Um, I saw a post calling the Duffer Brothers cowards, calling them hacks, saying that they will not kill off a main character and they're too cowardly to do that. And so what they did with Max was them kind of towing that line. But I feel like if they kill a character that everybody loves, they're damned. And if they don't kill a character that everybody loves, they're also damned. It's like damned if you do damned if you don't. So like...
1: Exactly. But at the same... Yeah, I I completely agree. I wouldn't say they're hacked, but I would say they can't commit to a main character dying because obviously... They did it with Hopper. Did it with Papa. They've done it with Max. Like, they've killed her, but not killed her. And it's just like... Just kill her. If you're going to do it, commit. Like, you do it with the side characters that you make us love or introduce into one season. Like, why not Max? Yeah, so here
0: is kind of where I am at with that. I obviously do not want Max to die because she's, like, my favourite character. Yeah. I do see why they did it the way they did. Because they have said that... I think Vecna said that he will take all that you are. Like, he's not just there for, like, your life, but, like, your memories. Like, he's consuming you. So when Elle brought her back to life, like, you also have to remember, like, Elle is a child, and she doesn't necessarily always... She's not always going to make the best decisions. Mm. So I feel like it was... Selfish move for her to do that because you know she doesn't want her friend, and like she sees that Lucas is clearly hurting, but like she can no longer get to Max. So, yes, like she is technically dead, and she did die so that he was able to open the fourth gate. But, um, one of the theories that I have been seeing online is you know how will kind of has a connection to vecna that max is also going to have that connection to vecna and by him being able to manipulate will and max it's going to be like that three-headed dragon that will has painted because those are going to be his like human conduits which i find interesting but i also could see how he could manipulate max because now he has control of her technically
1: well technically also nancy could be a part of that because she also heard the chimes that's so
0: true so it technically doesn't even have to be vecna if they've killed his physical body he could still be manipulating using those three people yeah. and he has a vendetta uh from all of them because obviously he doesn't like max Will mm-hmm. was able to escape him, and Nancy fucking shot him several times. So if I was Vec and I, would be
1: kind of mad. Oh, 100%. Especially, he will be going after Elle. He will be. Oh, absolutely. And, like, they all know it's not over. So it's going to be interesting to see how, one, how long the time jump is going to be. Mm-hmm. Two, are they going to explain to us what happens in the time jump? when they do it mm-hmm. and three if they do like a very big time jump or you know um so that the actors now match the character's age would it be because you know vecna is trying to build up his strength and that's why he's not attacked and then when we get the time jump he's gonna have like his strength back to a point where he can start fucking shit up again
0: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, questions that I have, like, is that all that we're gonna see of Russia since they've made it back and those particles are gone, or is that just, like, a plot hole? I saw somebody on Reddit called the Russia storyline, the Jar Jar Binks of Stranger Things, which I thought was absolutely hilarious, but it's so true, like, is it now just Hawkins since everybody is reunited there, or, like, what the fuck?
1: I think it's gonna just be Hawkins. Hopefully. I really hopefully. I really do. Because let's face it, Joyce is probably gonna move back to Hawkins. The Byers are gonna move back to Hawkins because they know it's still going on, so they're still gonna they're gonna all be in the same place. They can plan for, you know, if shit goes awry again. Elle's gonna, you know, probably um training her powers and hopefully we will see the other gifted kids that we saw Elle meet um, in season two. That
0: is, I had mentioned it briefly in the last episode, and that is something that I wanted to touch on, because I didn't ask, but Elle met eight in season two. Like, I looked Mm -hmm. it up, and it's eight. So if everybody was massacred in the Hawkins lab, how how is that how did she meet them did he start again plot
1: hole a plot hole it is definitely a plot hole with that because i think the duffers wanna wanted us to see that there are more kids out there like 11 but then we get to season four and we see the massacre and you know everyone's supposedly died but obviously they didn't so they need to really explain that like they need they they need to give us so many answers in season 5 because it is going to be the final season and there's so many still questions that we need answering
0: now i know that people were happy that there was a reunion and personally i thought that it was so cute when hopper and 11 reunited and I knew that it was going to be so sweet when she kept her door three inches open but one of the questions is what happened to Murray and Dimitri and Yuri Mm -hmm. what happened to Argyle we see that they have jumped two days ahead but there are so Mm -hmm. many questions and I feel like the overall consensus at least that I've seen online is that people did not like these two episodes there's so much left um for them to conclude in season 5 and so many questions and like we said plot holes what's going on with Russia what's going on with the military storyline we still see that there is clearly satanic panic going on amongst the hellfire club but yet dustin was just walking around the volunteer center mm-hmm. fine and
1: nobody was questioning him like there's so Lucas. many points yeah and my like it's just this this
0: and now how are they going to explain the upside down to everyone like you can't explain everything turning upside down and just oh it was an earthquake like there's something big for season five
1: i think that's what didn't we theorize this in the recap episode like Something's gonna happen, and they're gonna have to explain that upside down to everyone. And you know, we still don't know how they're gonna do it because obviously the town thinks that hell's opened up, which technically it has, but it's not hell directly.
0: Yeah, and that was another thing that people were saying, like, that they didn't like. So, El sent Vecna to this unseen dimension that nobody had ever been to before, but he was able to do this and turn it into the upside down in four years without any knowledge all he had was his powers and that he had actually a boy
1: with a dream
0: yeah and that he had actually created the mind flare without knowing and like that's why people think that he is somehow connected to will and going to use will is because you see henry drawing You've seen Will drawing. There's a lot of similarities, like Will being a loner and, you know, being sensitive, as Joyce has called him. There are so many connections to them, so I'm interested to see how that is going to play out.
1: Yeah. Also, how did Henry walk around the Upside Down without getting attacked? How did he- Whereas everyone else gets attacked in the Upside Down.
0: Where's his food and water? That's what I want to know. He's still a person. <laughs> well, maybe he eats souls
1: and that's what keeps him so plump and juicy.
0: But, I mean, I guess he was able to not be touched because he could technically just, like, whisk, yeah, he could just point a demogorgon Just a flick away. of a wrist. Yep.
1: Flick <laughs> <laughs> of the wrist, flick of the wrist. No, uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot they have to wrap up. In season five, and if season five ends and we're still left with so many questions, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. I'm gonna be so pissed because this is what I hate when shows have so many plot holes or unanswered questions and then they end it and not answer. It's just like Lost. I loved Lost. They ended it with so many questions and so many plot holes. Dexter ended. So many questions, so many plot holes. Just so many unanswered questions. And I need answers now. I need them now. Yes. Um,
0: so one thing that I did have a question about, they said the kill count was five, right? They were killing five people. They killed yeah. Dr. Brenner, they killed Eddie, they killed Max, they killed Jason. And they Which killed- I
1: completely missed.
0: <laughs> I completely
1: missed Jason's kill.
0: I mean, he was irrelevant. That storyline was stupid. Um, and they killed Vecna?
1: No, mm-hmm. Vecna's still alive. He's- so, there was only
0: four deaths. So, yeah. People are mad about that. Um, but it seems like the, the overall, like I said, consensus was that people are not vibing with this season, but V? What did you think about these final two
1: episodes? I I definitely have a love-hate relationship with them. Yeah. I mean, I think I have a love-hate relationship with this whole season in general um, because, you know, the way they released it, they should have released it weekly um, because that still would have ended up with maybe, you know, episode eight or episode nine being released, you know, on July 1st, and then we'd still have a week of you know a but an episode which i think would have definitely helped with maybe people's mindset towards it um uh, because the way they released it was just a bit weird like i understood because the final two episodes were very long but at the same time they should have released it weekly um i enjoyed character development in this but also there was characters that got little to none character development and um, we got introduced to some really Fun characters, but also they got introduced for a handful of times. We got to see Susie again, but there's no mention of her in these final two episodes. Well, in the final episode, really. Yeah. Like they, they like there's Dustin who's supposed to be you know dating Susie. Mm. No mention of her whatsoever, and she was a big part of the California gang getting to where they were.
0: Yeah. No, she really was. Um, I thought that these two episodes were super long and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of drawn out. And there were things that I felt that they could have wrapped up a lot quicker and that they didn't have to do two episodes, one being like an hour and 30 minutes and one being two and a half hours. Like, this could have wrapped up a lot faster and probably would have given us less plot holes. So I felt like it was just a little bit drawn out. There were some really good ep- like scenes. Um, particularly, I think that Max and Eddie, Lucas and Dustin stood out this season. I did like Elle. Don't get me wrong. I love Elle. But particularly Max and Eddie stood out this season for me.
1: Also, Robin and Steve's job. There's no other mention in it about it. they just, just like, all deuces. of a sudden... They're like, yeah, Deuces, like, do, do these people not have good work No, so <laughs> I'm joking. But it was just like, these char- some of these characters have jobs, and they just am- amazingly just get to up and just leave their job with no questions asked.
0: I guess it didn't it really matter because, like- you know, everything went to shit in hawkins anyway so who's to say they'll even have a job to go back to
1: i'm sure they will oh they'll even do volunteering like they're doing at the end of episode nine um so they'll probably do volunteer work i definitely think robin will get close to vicky yeah because now you know we know that vicky and her college boyfriend are broken up because he looked at Hawkins was like, deuces, I'm out. And she was just going on like Robin. So even the, if there's not a relationship there, there's going to be a friendship there for sure. And she'll probably be added into the gang.
0: Great.
1: Probably to be killed off Um, season five. Honestly, we now have, we have Robin, who's lesbian. We have Will, who's probably gay. And we know what happens to queer coded characters in horror. Hopefully hopefully that's they not die. the case.
0: Hopefully that's not the case. Now there was one thing that I wanted to mention that'll probably make you and everyone sad. I'm very upset that Will never got to meet Eddie because you know mm-hmm. they would have been friends and they would have played the sickest game of D ever. And I find it extremely shady that all of Will's friends played D&D with Eddie because they were so starstruck but wouldn't play with Will. And you
1: know Eddie would have taken him under his wing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, the way Mike... acted towards Will whenever he mentioned like oh we can play D&D and stuff like this and Mike was just like mm, yeah okay but when you know he's back in Hawkins when we saw him with the Hellfire Club he was so into it and so excited for D&D it was just like why have you got to treat our man or our boy Will like this like Will's been through enough just give him the love and respect that he gives everyone else I know I know it makes me very sad. But I just
0: think that maybe they all had a crush on Eddie because God knows the viewers did. I was not one of them, but I know that you were. <laughs> so did you cry when he died? Obviously, I cried when he died.
1: Um, I cried when Max died also. Like, those two made me weep like a little bitch. <laughs> I am not a
0: crier, so I made it through without crying um and i'm proud of myself for that but um i guess we'll have to see where season five takes us and lord knows we'll have a wait for it so maybe mm. i'll re-watch these and end up liking them for now i'm still kind of processing things
1: <laughs> i'm i'm definitely still processing and because of that i'm not able to give any sort of proper theories for what could be happening in season five um we've got obviously slight hints of what could potentially happen we know it's going to be a time jump but at the moment i have got no solid theories to give on what potentially could happen in season five because anything could happen
0: maybe before season five we can do a a small like a little 0.5 0.5 episode of just some theories that we think before season five comes out but yeah overall I liked the first half of season four didn't really fuck with these last two episodes but who knows I might go back and see some easter eggs that changed my mind but I'm kind of like yeah
1: Hmm. i'm a bit meh about it as well at the moment like you there was great scenes there was great counter development but i just feel like there was a lot missing and there was too much going on as well <laughs> it's, it sounds like an oxymoron when yeah. i say that but it's true there was so much there was a lot happening but not a lot happening
0: there was so much going on that they weren't able to fully fledge out each storyline so that left with some plot holes um and maybe with them all reuniting and hawkins we can get some of those questions answered next season we can hope (laughs) do you have any final thoughts for today's episode
1: um you know rest in peace my man any Munson. um you know you had a lot of life to give and a lot of love to give and you know dustin will always have you in your heart um you'll be always be in my heart a lot of viewers hearts um duffer brothers watch your back (laughs) Um, if you introduce a new character in season five that i'm gonna fall in love with and kill them again i swear to god i will be done with you but not really, but I will be done with you. <laughs> All I have to say
0: is um this one's for Chrissy. For Chrissy <laughs>